because we're an us. There's a history here, and histories don't happen overnight. You know, in Mesopotamia or, or ancient Troy or somewhere back there, 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 there are cities built on top of other cities, but I don't want to build another city. I like this city. I know where we keep the Bactine and, 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 and what kind of mood you're in when you wake up, by which eyebrow is higher, and you always know that I'm a little quiet in the morning and compensate accordingly. That's a dance you perfect over time. And it's hard. It's much harder than I thought it would be. But there's more good than bad, and you don't just give up. And it's not for the sake of the children, but they're, oh, God, they're great kids, aren't they? I mean, God, and we made them. I mean, think about that. It's like there were no people there, and then there were people, and then, and, and, and then they grew. And I won't be able to say to some stranger, Josh, as your hands, or remember how Aaron threw up at the Lincoln Memorial. Then I'll try to relax. <laughs> Let's face it. Anybody's going to have traits that get on your nerves. I mean, why shouldn't it be your annoying traits? And, and, and I'm no day at the beach, but I do have a good sense of direction, so at least I can find the beach, which is not a criticism of yours. It's just a, a strength of mine. And God, you're a good friend, and good friends are hard to find. <laughs> Charlotte said that, and Charlotte said that I love the way you read that to Aaron, and you take on the voice of Wilbur the Pig with such commitment, even when you're bone tired, that speaks volumes about character, and ultimately, isn't that what it comes down to, what a person's made of, because that girl, the pit helmet, is still in here. I didn't even know she existed until I met you. And, and I'm afraid if you leave, I may, may never see her again. Even though I said at times you beat her out of me. Isn't that the paradox? Haven't we hit the essential paradox? Give and take, push and pull, yin and yang. The best of times, the worst of times. I think Dickens said it best. The Jack spread of it. He could eat no fat. His wife could eat no lean. But it doesn't really apply here, does it? I guess what I'm trying to say is, I'm saying ciao, Buzz, because I love you. I love you too. I'm gonna talk with you a little bit this morning about crises in the family. When there is crises in our family, what do you look for or to whom do you look to? is my question. When there is crises or crisis in your family, do you believe that through these crises, God can be doing something in and through your life? Dr. H. Norman Wright told about these experiences of a friend in one year. In one year, 
Her father died. Two friends died of cancer. And she knew of seven others who received a cancer diagnosis. She and her husband were in a head-on car crash. Her husband had kidney stone surgery. Two friends went to prison. Her brother was an alcoholic and suicidal, but entered an AA program for help. Her brother-in-law left his wife and family due to cocaine abuse. To top it all, one day she was having lunch with a friend at a pier on the ocean side, when right in front of them, a man in a wheelchair pitched himself over the rail in an attempted suicide. You're probably thinking, how could anyone survive anything like that? May I say to you, maybe the surviving was as a result of her relationship with God. I have had the opportunity to help a number of couples in crises, like the, at the very beginning we had a, a, a video, this couple was in crisis. May I say to you, with God's help, all things are possible. When we face crises, what goes on? First of all, what is crises? A crisis is a sudden upsetting and sometime foreseen and often in many cases is unseen. It strikes people in a very vulnerable place at a bad time. Crises are life-changing in part because decisions must be made that nearly always after the course of life needs to be dealt with in such a way that we can look back and recognize that the decisions that we made was worth the while. When this happens, God could be doing something in your life.
This brings me to two verses of scripture. Isaiah chapter 43 verses 18 and 19. Permit me to quote please. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and a stream and streams in the wasteland. End of quote. These verses go beyond the deliverance from Egypt to the deliverance from Babylon. How sad it is to recognize that a nation that had proved God in liberation and persecution, the nation had occupation, These people still find themselves captive once again in Babylon. But this is exactly what happens. Because of their backsliding and rebellions, God had to send them in judgment down to Babylon. But in answer to prayers of the faithful remnants, a great deliverance was effected. May I say to you, God wants to do a new thing in our lives. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, Volitionally, physically, and also vocationally. The outcome that people experience has a lot to do with how they decide, act, and live through crises. Often the difference between good and bad outcome is when people draw nearer to God or push him away. Many even reject the Lord and blame him for the crisis. Or they grope around in the dark searching for spiritual help without finding it. Why? Because they are not disciplined in the relationship with God. On the other hand, a crisis can crush the cold-heartedness and shake people out of their spiritual Liturgy. 
What about the outcome of crisis? There are three possible outcomes in every crisis. Life evidently gets better, gets worse, or return to the same old, same old. Permit me to quote another verse of scripture. Psalms 119 verse 71. And I quote, It is good for me that I have been afflicted that I may learn your statutes. How many of us here this morning And I know there are a number of you who have gone through crisis. But how many of you are able to look back and say, thanks be to God for that crisis. Because I have learned how to depend on God. People experience crises differently. The Chinese term for crisis is made of two symbols that denotes both danger and opportunity. Crises are dangerous opportunities for new living. And maybe if we would see it that way, we might embrace whatever it is and be open and honest with ourselves and God and find out, Lord, what are you saying to me? What is it that you want to do in and through my life? Crises are experienced in a vast number of ways, depending on the person experiencing them. Generally, however, the crisis state is an experience of acute stress, discomfort, that often involves high anxiety, mental confusion, sweating, gastric distress, elevated heart beat, desperation, hopelessness, and fear. People in crisis often shows poor judgment such as making rash decisions driving dangerously becoming easily angered becoming too passive and even 
helpless. May I say to you that we cannot avoid crises. So we would do well to let God work his wonders in us for good and glorious outcome. There are also positive steps people can take to help them wherever the crisis is or whenever the crisis come into their lives. First of all, they should accept that they are in the crisis and admit that it hurts. Denial doesn't help. They must accept that they will experience strong feelings of anger, even at God. Guilt, self-blame, blame of others, bewilderment. Apathy, depression, helplessness. Some people in crisis also struggle with deep misery or suicidal feelings. At this point, they should surround themselves with truly helpful people. Crisis helpers do not give unwanted advice and are not shocked by feelings and attitudes. They can empathize, yet remain hopeful of a good outcome. They know that working through a crisis takes time and that recovery involves many slips and falls. They know how to invite God into the mess but do not spiritualize everything. Rail helpers are there to honestly shoulder a part of the burden that help them to carry what they otherwise would be crushed under. Since crisis comes and goes throughout life, It is essentially important for people to develop a mature, realistic, and increasing ability to cope with and help others in the crisis of life. 
crises requires change. We should all learn to plan and prepare for change. Becoming less reactive and more and more proactive in living. We need to be willing to surrender ourselves as a family, as a couple, to whatever God is allowing in our lives. Because if he is allowing something in our lives, it's for our good and his glory. Too often, however, we find ourselves uh, doing whatever we want to do rather than what God would have us to do. May I say to you, God wants to do a new thing in your life. Listen again as I quote from Isaiah chapter 43, verse 25. And I quote, I, even I, am he who blot out your transgression for my own sake and remember your sins no more. He invites us to view the past for me. Let us argue the matter together. State the case of your innocence. In simple terms, this teaches us that God is waiting to forgive our sins. To purge our iniquities and to blot out our transgression. More than that, he offers in its place a new faith. He says, review the past for me. In Hebrews, or in Hebrew, this literally means to bring back to mind the promises on which we can agree. God is calling us to agree with him. That is the bottom line this morning. If we are willing to agree with God, it does not mean that you are not going to have crisis. But what it does mean is you will come through and you will be able to Agree with God and like the psalmist, be willing to say it was good. In conclusion, 
I invite you to think of the peace of God that we find in Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. And again, I quote, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. End of quote. The heart, cardia, signifies the hidden springs of our emotional life. How many people are emotionally disturbed because of anxiety? Indeed, most psychological and pathological problems can be traced back to nervous tension and emotions or emotional distress. How wonderful to know that our hearts can be stabilized in the Lord when we come to God. And receive his gift of peace. As the hymn writer expressed it so perfectly. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we do not carry everything, everything to God in prayer. Unfortunately, too many times we take it to the Lord, but we don't leave it there. Because he isn't working in the way we want him to work. We pick it up and decide. To work it through ourselves. May I encourage you to trust God. Shall we pray? Father, first of all, I acknowledge that it's only through you. Your love, your compassion that fails not. Your peace that this world cannot give, neither can it take away. Help us to be willing to cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. Help us to trust you And to recognize that without you, we are hopeless. But in you, we are safe and secure from all alarms. Thank you for this day. Be glorified. 
And we will be careful to give you all the praise, all the honor, for it's in Christ's name we ask it. Amen.